This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Bliss lovers, it is Rebecca here. How are you doing? Welcome to the Find Your Bliss show here every Thursday morning on Plains FM at 9 o'clock. It is the show where we talk about all things metaphysical, spiritual, esoteric and beyond. And today we're talking about living in the energy of profit. Over in the Facebook group this week, we have been having a profit party, which is where every day I have been coming into the group, doing a Facebook Live at 1pm and sharing information about what it lives to mean, what it means to live energetically in profit. So today let's jump into this topic and it's probably a good idea to just revise some of the information that we've shared already in the Facebook group this week. On Monday we really talked about what it is that you are inviting money into and realizing that money is a relationship that you are having. So when you personify money like that, understanding that if you are having a relationship with money, what is that relationship like? Are you enjoying it? Is it good? Do you feel safe with each other? And starting to ask ourselves some questions. You know, self-inquiry really is the key to freedom. So we've been asking questions like, what is our relationship like with money? What are we inviting money into? We explored the concept of creating a bigger container to receive money into your life and world. But what does that look like? And what might us what, what might stop us from doing that? For example, do you have a money block? which is where you might have a bottleneck and that you're not allowing money to come into your world because you don't even think that it's possible. And this is where we need to start gaining a little bit of perspective because sometimes when we're in these energies or beliefs, we can't even see that we're in it. We're just experiencing it. So we have to start separating the wood from the trees a little bit so we can see more clearly and actually go, oh wow, I do actually have this belief that you have to work really hard to create money and what would my life look like if I changed that belief and then had the belief that I can make money effortlessly and easily to make money work for you more. So we looked at this idea of what a money block is and then of course what a money leak is. I talked about and I've shared this story before when I worked in private bank there was a client who made a lot of money each week but every week just before he got paid he would have no money in his bank account. That would be the very strong definition of a money leak. When the money comes in but it just leaks out. You can't hold it in the container that you're offering. So money leaks can show up in lots of different ways as well. You might also see it as a leak of power when you say yes, when you actually mean no. And this, of course, comes back to our own personal and energetic boundaries. What are you giving attention to that is not actually bringing you profit and learning what it takes to kind of tighten these boundaries up so you are choosing profit in every instance. And this is where developing and learning your intuition can be so beneficial because of course what happens, have you ever noticed this? Your mind goes, oh yes, and then your body says no. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, what do I do now? Because I've just said yes. So often what happens to be polite or to be a good person, we follow through on our commitment, but then we end up feeling resentful because there's part of our body that is going, I don't want to do that. That's not bringing me the energy of profit and sometimes it takes a little time and a little practice to start learning to listen to that inner voice and then of course the next evolution from that is to take action on it this is how we do the work of strengthening our boundaries we want money to be coming into our life and world in a place that is solid has a solid foundation it is a good container we are inviting it into something that is really solid 
and that will really benefit us and money so we can grow together. So recognising the difference if you're blocking money, often too, right, we, um, on Tuesday we talked about attachment and how do we need to let go of attachment in terms of outcomes because often we do this to ourselves all the time we set a goal or an outcome and then we get attached to it so what does that look like sometimes it looks like destination addiction right when I get there then I will be happy when I have this then I will be happy. When I have X amount of clients or I have this amazing relationship or I have children or I get the house or I get the job, that's when I'll be happy. And you can see that this really sets us up to be miserable because what happens when we get what we want, we kind of don't really value it and then we go on to the next thing about what it is that we want. So on Tuesday we talked about collapsing our attachment, which is really letting go of the want. And that can be quite a shift. You know, your rational, critical mind can go, what are you talking about? Of course I want stuff. (laughs) But we're talking about letting go of that energy of attachment, where we go, when I get this, I will be valuable. When I make a million dollars, then I'll know that I've made it. Your value is not in the money. Your value is inherent. It's inside of you already. You're, in fact, priceless. There is not a price that you could put on you as a value. You're an infinite being in a body. So, and we need to remember that when it comes to our value. There's nothing outside of you that you need. And what does it take to get to that place where there's nothing outside of you that you want? So you can actually, therefore, be free of attachment and receive everything it is that you desire. Now, this might be a concept that's a little tricky for your brain to kind of comprehend, but I'm sure you'll feel the energy of truth in it. Once we're free of the energy of attachment, and we talk about this a lot in manifestation, and this is what trips people up a lot, because they're like, oh, of course I want to make a lot of money. Of course I want to have this amazing relationship. Of course I want to have this family, this home, this job, this holiday, this experience. Of course, there's desire for it. But what attachment or letting go of attachment is asking us is to be happy no matter what. And to realize that your happiness is now, it's not in some future outcome. It's here in this moment because the present moment is the only thing that you have. So when you notice that you're starting to go into wanting things to be different than what they currently are, then checking yourself and asking yourself, is there some kind of attachment here? Am I attached to the outcome? And your body again, your intuition will tell you because it will feel contracted. It will feel kind of hard or icky, right? That feeling of like, it's not just flowing, it's not just easy, it's not just graceful. It feels like a grind. It feels hard. And of course, when we're creating what we want, we don't want it to feel hard. We want it to feel easy. We want it to feel effortless. And I think people get tripped up on this a lot. They have a desire and then attachment comes in. They get attached to the outcome. And then they set themselves up for disappointment, which of course creates the suffering. You know, you want to get X amount of people into one of your programs and you get half that. What does that, what do you make that mean? And how does that affect your happiness as opposed to just going, you know what, I'm not concerned about the outcome, I'm just going to show up and have some fun and see what happens and allow what happens to happen. You're going to manifest a lot easier and a lot more effectively from that place. And of course, if you have some control issues, (laughs) right, which we often do as humans because we often feel disappointed by the universe we feel like the universe isn't showing up the way that we want we feel like life isn't showing up the way that we want we have thought processes like why is the universe letting this war happen or why is God letting these people suffer but realizing that we are source energy we need to be the ones taking accountability we are God in a body so it's not up to an external force to solve the problem it's up to us to activate the light within us 
to solve the problem. And this is where accountability kicks in. And we talked about this a little bit as well on Tuesday. If you really want to live the life of your dreams, a life that is extraordinary, beyond what you could begin to imagine, you need to take massive accountability. You need to be responsible for everything that is occurring in your life. That is the only way to live and profit. And you can see it's all interconnected and linked back. You're the one who has to say no when you need to say no. Nobody else can do it for you. You're the one who needs to say yes to what it is that you do want to experience. Nobody else can do that for you. I've talked about safety and power and how those are both internal states that we need to activate ourselves. Nobody can give you your power. Nobody can create profit for you. We need to be massively accountable to ourselves to be able to create that internal state and to go out and create that paradigm in our life where yes, you can work 20 hours a week and be paid a lot more money than you would be working 80 hours a week. You have to believe on some level that it's possible and it doesn't take too much to believe because all you need to do is look around and find the people who are already doing it (laughs) and ask yourself what are they doing? What belief system do they have? What is going on for them that they are being able to create that as part of their reality? And how do I do the same? How do I adopt the same belief system? And again, obviously, through the Intuitive Life Academy, we're a huge advocate for doing that through your intuition. Your intuition is your ability to communicate with the divine. And you have it. Nobody does not have intuition because everybody has a soul. So they have the ability to communicate with the divine. But we need to learn, obviously, how to do that in a way that serves us. And often that is by becoming still, being silent, being in solitude, and being prepared to have that conversation with the infinite part of ourselves. Show me what it is that I need to know. Show me the next step. If I want to live my dream life, even if I don't know what it looks like next, where do I need to place my attention and energy? Where your attention is, your energy flows. Where your attention is, it expands. So this is why we want to spend more time concentrating on our soul, concentrating on our spirit, concentrating on our divine light, receiving those messages from our guidance system so we can take those action steps towards our dreams. So we can be the person that's living according to their own internal voice, which is the most powerful part of yourself. Now, the thing is as well, folks, excuse me, most people aren't afraid of, you know, material wealth, lots of money. What people are really afraid of is their ability to be able to create it. Never more so have I seen that people are actually afraid of their own power, of their own ability to deconstruct their current reality and to create a new one. So just letting that seep into your bones a little bit. Where are you not activating your internal light or your internal power? You know, and you'll know why, because your soul loves this, right? Your soul, you know that part of you that just kind of knows stuff? (laughs) The part of you that can see the bigger picture, That part of you that is still and quiet and always present, you know, again, sometimes people don't even realize that the universe is communicating with them all the time, all the time. And when you start realizing that you're never alone, that your soul energy, your connection to the divine is always with you, it can be so comforting just to know that. But then you start activating this powerful energy by starting to focus on it, to ask questions like, what would it take to become more profitable in my life? What would it look like if I was living in the energy of profit? What does it look like if my relationships bring me profit? Profit for me isn't just money, right? It is uplifting energy. So even asking, what does a profitable relationship look like? with myself, with other people, with money, 
where am I leaking things? Where am I letting money slip through my fingers? And also too, everything's interconnected, folks. So when you start looking at your relationship with money, what you're really looking at is your relationship with value. What are you valuing? Are you valuing yourself? You know, are you able to hold money in your container because you're able to see yourself as valuable? Not by somebody else's definition, not by somebody else's standards, by your own. That feeling that you have inside, which is confidence, which is faith, which is being filled with faith, knowing that you can trust the universe so you can relax because you know yourself as the creator being so you can go out and create whatever it is that you want. You think about it. If you are in the energy of lack, at the moment you might be wishing or hoping or praying for more money to come into your life. But if you knew yourself as the creator, if you knew, if you focused your attention on it and took action, took a guided action from your intuition, that you could create it, your desire for material wealth kind of fades away because you know you can create it. You can still do it, but there's not so much of a yearning or a wishing or a hoping or a praying. You're in the energy of knowing. Of course they can do that. I can command the universe to bring me exponential wealth. I can hold the vibration of that. So Monday we talked about money leaks and money blocks. On Tuesday we talked about letting go of attachment to the outcome. So you can actually just be an open blank slate, tabula rasa, like a clear slate that can just receive everything because you have no desire, right? You have no attachment to it and what it takes to let go of attachment. We talked a little bit too about integrity, And what integrity really is, integrity, of course, is being honest with yourself. And integrity is doing what you say you are going to do. You know, I talk about this with my clients. I call it close the loop. You know, if somebody asks you a question, that is an open loop. Your job is to close the loop. And this is how, as a circle, if you've got a loop open... You need to close it for the circle to keep on rolling, for your energy to keep on moving forward. You want to close those loops. So this looks like where there's a conversation that's been left unsaid, where there's a situation where things need to be taken care of, where you're letting things slide. And this can be in relationships, but this can also be around your home, Right? Maybe there's some tiling that needs to be fixed. Maybe there is um, a crack in the driveway that needs to be taken care of. Maybe you need to fix the mailbox. Maybe you need to get a new front door ringer. Taking care of that stuff, paying attention to it. Anywhere you're kind of just putting up with things in the status quo rather than living in the energy of profit. So breathing it in, what does it feel like to be profitable in your body probably feels lighter than perhaps what you're putting up with right now. What does it take to be that person who can experience living in uplifted energy and making that your default position rather than your default position what it is currently? And this again comes back to being doing the internal work. You know, sometimes it might look like decluttering. Sometimes it might look like letting go of an old relationship. Sometimes it might look like learning to say no or stop overextending yourself when your body's actually tired to listen to that and to go to bed or to listen to that and stop watching TV and go for a walk. Right? These are all the internal choices that you're making all the time. And these choices are either going to bring you energy, bring you profit, bring you light, bring you abundance or they're going to be depleting you of that. I talk about this a lot in terms of light workers because I'm very passionate about light workers being profitable. Why? Because light workers are here to shift the frequency of the planet to help other people heal and to help other people as they go through their awakening process. So it's so important for light workers to be profitable. I often see a lot of light workers who have a job and they kind of one foot in, one foot out. They want to step in. 
Now I know eight years ago, of course, I stepped into doing light work and I jumped. I was all in and I the universe responds when you do that. I was so fortunate. I had so many amazing synchronicities to support me along the way. If you don't have that level of courage and confidence though, your your job is to cultivate it. What's it going to take to get to that place where you have enough confidence to step out of your old job and into doing light work full time? Why? Because the universe needs you, right? We need light workers to help other people to wake up to their true self, to their infinite nature. So the planet can live in love frequencies. So we can be the solution to all the problems that we see. We can be the ones that are in the energy of accountability. We can be the ones who become profitable so we can direct energy in the form of money to solve those problems and help other people to shift into their heart space at the same time. So that's why we've been doing the profit party over in the Facebook group. And of course, the outcome of that is Profit Accelerator, which is for lightworkers, which is for people who are in that place where they want to step out of their employment and they want to step full time into being a lightworker. And what that looks like is putting together an amazing offer. You know, knowing how to do that, what it is that you're offering and pricing it in a way that is profitable. I can't tell you how many times I have seen lightworkers and they usually start like this by offering sessions and offering single sessions. That does not create profitability. That does not create a viable business structure for you to be able to leave your employment. You need to learn how to package what it is that you're offering in such a way that you're so delighted with it that you would buy it yourself and then start offering it to other people. And learning what it takes to calibrate to that. You can't go into other people's wallets. You can't see what it is that they're, you know, because again, you can't determine what other people value. That's not your job. You have to look at what it is that you're offering, the exchange of energy that you're offering, the transformation that you're offering, and then price it accordingly. And again, this can push up against our own value. We can go, oh, what I'm offering isn't valuable enough. So I can't tell you how many times I have seen lightworkers lowball it. I'll just offer a session for a hundred bucks. Is that really going to bring profit to you and to the other person? If you think about it in terms of commitment, it's kind of like a quickie, you know? Do you really want to have clients that just have a quick interaction with you like that? What does it take to cultivate your ability to have a longer term commitment and a proper, deeper, more intimate relationship with your clients? And I get it. This can bring up our stuff in terms of intimacy, in terms of being the person that can be the guide for somebody else. It can be very challenging to our own sense of self-worth and our own ability to provide, to invite somebody into a container that is more intimate. And just letting that land too, right? Because that's what it's all about. You want, if you want a profitable business, you want to put intimacy as one of your front runners. That's what you're inviting people into, a very intimate container. Doing soul work is the deepest work you can do, right? No, but there's nothing deeper than working with somebody's heart and soul. You are going to see into them deeply, So make it a container where people can step step into and feel nurtured and supported for a period of time that feels good. Again, so thinking about that commitment. So that's what we're doing in Profit Accelerator. We're creating a space where you can create an offer that feels really good, that feels intimate, it feels safe to be intimate, it feels safe to offer it to other people. And then, of course which everybody gets tripped up on, inviting people in to work with you, also known as sales. (laughs) And again, as soon as that word comes up for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to be the person who has to ask other people for money. It was one of the videos I did last week. Are you asking for it? Are you asking or inviting people in 
to work with you. Now, I often see it where people go, oh, I'm booked out. I don't ever want to be booked out. You know why? Because does that create space to have people, to invite people in to work with you? When you say I'm booked out, what you're telling everybody is that you're busy. And you think about it, do you really want to bother a busy person? You want to work with people who can create space for you. That They're like, yes, come in. I'm delighted that you're here. How can I make you comfortable? How can I support you? What is it that you need? How can I help you? Not, I'm busy, right? You always want to create space and you just need to learn how to do this in your business as a light worker. You always want to create space. And this is also too... When I'm sharing this information with you guys on the radio, right, I'm not, um, it's about you, right? It's not about me. I'm sharing this information because I want your life to be amazing. I want you to be in higher frequencies of energy. That is totally my wish and desire for you. Am I attached to the outcome about that? No, because it will land how it will with you. However, of course, you know, I am filled up with the energy of I love this so much and I know this information can change people's lives. So I'm happy to come into the radio station and share this with you to be in that energy of offering it. And I love it when people, of course, say thank you so much for sharing this information. It's definitely changed my perspective. It's helped me shift my energy. I've become more aware. I've become more conscious, which is fantastic. Right? And again, I'm not expecting everybody who listens to the radio show to become my client. I'm doing it from a place of detachment. It's an offering. It's an invitation. It's like if this information helps you change your life, then that is awesome. Right? That brings me joy. That brings me pleasure. But it's in finding those people who are ready to step into the container that you're offering so they can elevate themselves and transform themselves. Because not everybody is going to be your divine, sacred client, right? They will feel it in their soul, though. And what you need to do is really put out the energetic offering and know that it's safe, right, and good, that people want what it is that you have to offer, and to offer it and know that it will be gratefully received. And again, this is where the personal and impersonal comes in. If somebody declines what you're offering, is that personal? No, it's completely impersonal because they don't know what it is that you're offering until they've actually experienced it. So if they decline, maybe they're not quite ready. Maybe they can feel that stretch that takes place and it's kind of like, oh, I'm not quite sure if I'm ready to step into that. Again, you don't ever want to override somebody else's energy or force them into doing something that they don't want to do. But usually if they're on a call with you, and again, that's a process of getting somebody onto a, a call with you, an invitation into your life and world an invitation into the container that you are offering so they can experience what it is to calibrate to the energy that you're offering. People don't understand this too. (coughs) Excuse me. And I think also too people, um, you know, if there's one thing you take away from today's podcast, it's this. People buy your energy, right? That is what they are buying, especially as a coach healer guide, right? If you're doing energy work, they are, that's what they're investing into. They're investing into the vibrational frequency that you are offering. So again, it kind of becomes impersonal because yes, I've done a certain amount of work. I work on myself all the time in terms of shifting, calibrating and going to a higher frequency so I can create a bigger container so I can impact more people, so I can become more profitable, so I can give back to more people to support causes that are important to me that I'm passionate about and so the money flows and also too when you're inviting somebody in to work with you there is a process that you need to guide them through it is not just a sales call right it is a transformational experience for both you and them you are greeting them on a soul level you know and the infinite part of you is meeting the infinite part of them Namaste, as we call it. So learning how to have those soulful... And and also, too, it's not just one way. 
just because you've got somebody in front of you who's interested in the work that you do, you have to have a clear idea of who it is that you want to work with, right? Whether that person is actually your ideal client. Why? Because if you have an ideal client, that is going to be profitable as opposed to a client that isn't your ideal client, so therefore ends up being, um, you know, unprofitable. It pulls on your energy, it pulls on your time, it pulls on your attention. So what does it take to live in the energy of profit? Hey folks, I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook now. Thank you so much for joining us. Always do the first half hour or so live from the studio. So do come back and join us again next Thursday. Bye for now. Just turning that off. Sorry about that, folks. Just having a wee cough there. So trying to do that off ear so it's not in your ear. Today, folks, we are talking about profit and what does it take to live in the energy of profit. Over in the profit party in the Facebook group this week, we've talked about money leaks, we've talked about money blocks, we've talked about the fact that you're in a relationship with money, we've talked about what does it take to increase your container, we've talked about letting go of attachment to the outcome. Um, There are certain things that we can get attached to, like security, i.e. the money, which can often look like for people I have to stay in this job because I'm attached to the security or the idea of security that comes from a regular paycheck. You have created that. If you have created that, you can decreate it and create something else. Letting go of that attachment can help you to go, okay, there's other options available to me. I can step into self-employment. That's totally available to me. I can create my own economy and I can create that regardless of what's going out out there in the world. You know, I've been in my business for eight years now. People say to you, oh, you know, it's the first year that's the worst or the first second year or 80% of people fail in the first five years. And it's just like, do you think I stopped to listen to that? No. The question is always, what do I do next? And again, how do I increase my profitability? And I tell you what, it is an inside job, folks. It is really an inside job. We also want to let go of attachment to being special, Right, And this often shows up in love relationships. If somebody loves me, then I'm special. No, you're already special. You don't need somebody else to validate that. Okay, and letting go of the attachment to that. We also need to let go of attachment to power and control. And this can, obviously, you can see that in political ways, but power and control, especially, you know, control, trying to control the outcome thinking you're the one that's creating it as opposed to allowing source energy to move through you. Again, humility. We talked about humility and how humility is imperative if you want to be successful in your business. I asked my intuition once and said, what's stopping me from growing my business? And that was the word. Humility just dropped in clear as a bell. And I was like, whoa, okay. And then unpacking what that is. Because humility is not about humiliation. Humility is about, and it's not even just about being humble, it is about reverence. It is about approaching the universe with reverence. It's about bringing sacredness to the universe. It's about bringing the holiness and recognizing that, that infinite, powerful energy that is part of you, that is you, but also the extended universal part of you that knows way more than you do, than your rational mind. You know, you don't know how electricity works, or most people don't. Don't know how, what you know, what makes up a blade of grass. You know, the universe created it all. The universe is infinitely intelligent. When we start working with the universe and aligning with the way that the universe sees life, We can open our mind and open our awareness and gain more information that can help to move us towards our dreams. So letting go of anywhere we are thinking that we have to do it all by ourselves. What does it take to let the universe do the heavy lifting for you? To really work with energies. I tell you a wee story, folks. You know, like sometimes, and again, this is life, but sometimes when I have a client and they have some some stuff going on, or something's coming up for them, this is literally what I will do. I will talk to their angels and guides and say, can you please sort that out? <laughs> right? right? And again, because, you know, as a human, 
I have limited capacity, really. Of course, I want to have compassion. I want to have empathy. I've been through a lot of stuff myself, so I can extend that. I can listen. I can be present. I can love on that person big time. But really, at the end of the day, their angels and guides are going to be able to see things that I can't see. They're going to have a deeper, intimate, more intimate relationship with that person. So to ask them to support that person is wise. It's wise for me. It takes the pressure off me just as a human. We're activating higher frequencies of energy. And I can't tell you the number of times I have just, and also too, like I, you know, if I've been a little bit burnt out or a little bit tired, you have limited capacity, right, to really be able to be there for people. And if you're a healer or a guide or a light worker, you will know what it is to hold space for people and know how that can impact you. <coughs> so asking for that support. I can remember doing this a couple of times last year. And within days, the people had sorted it out themselves. They just came back to me and said, oh, I'm all good now, right? <laughs> Because I had asked the angels and guides to support them. I had asked the angels and guides to bring them the awareness, the insight, the love, the energy that they needed to come back to the truth of who they were, which is love in a body. So talking about, you know, bringing all these components together, that's what Profit Accelerator is all about. If you're a healer, a guide, do come and join us in the Facebook group. Uh, it's the Intuitive Life Academy by Rebecca Davison, Creating Profit for Lightworkers. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's really about an accelerated version of, because again, folks, let's talk about time a little bit. I talked about, are you willing to speed things up? Or are you holding yourself back? And this is where we need to get good with time. Our relationship with time and again we need to take our power back from this a lot of people go oh, I'm running out of time no what you're doing is you're giving your power away to external forces you're giving your power away to an idea you can literally bend time right I know well time is an illusion that we all agree to here on the earth plane it's an agreement that we've all made so do you think the universe operates from time no, the universe is beyond time, beyond space even. It is beyond our comprehension. So when we start collapsing time frames, we can do things like, what does my most abundant self look like? We can collapse that time frame because we often attribute that to the future because it's not here now. But we can collapse that time frame and bring it into the now. Now, if you haven't had the experience of that, you can go to www.rebeccadavison.life and sign up for my free gift, which is Download Your Future Self Now. It's a guided process to take you through activating your ideal self and bringing it in now, <laughs> right? Not tomorrow, not next week. It's like, what does it take to live in the energy of profit now? And often for lightworkers, right, we've got to get this package sorted out, what it is that you're offering people, get your price in the right place so you are actually profitable, calibrate your energy to that and know that what you're offering does have value. Realize that people do want, it, want what it is that you have to offer and then learn to invite people into that conversation. And it doesn't have to be as hard as you think, but it will bring up your stuff, right? It will bring up your money stuff. It'll make you feel uncomfortable. It is definitely putting people outside of their comfort zone. You'll probably have to disestablish a few limiting beliefs to be able to be the person who can show up on a call and say, you know what, this is what I'm offering. It's X amount of dollars. I would love to invite you into this container. So that's what Profit Accelerator is all about. Again, I will be live in the Facebook group again today at one o'clock. We've talked about the money blocks, the money leaks. We've talked about increasing your container, letting go of attachment, living in the integrity, doing what you say you're going to do, um, the need to require more of yourself. You know, are you actually following through and doing those action steps? Are you reaching out to people if you are a business owner? Are you doing the work? 
instead of going into procrastination or self-sabotage. And again, you get it, folks. I've done it myself. They talked, um, shared the story about how I had my first $10,000 month. You know, this was ages ago in my business. Because when you first start in business, you know, usually that's the first goal, right? What's what's the first goal? Let's create a $10,000 month. Because, you know, usually if you extrapolate that out, you're, you're going to be getting close to a... a um, a hundred, a six-figure year, right? hundred K. So doing that and then having that experience. And then I freaked out. I totally freaked out. I ate like six peanut slabs in three days or something because it was like I was, I was going into self-sabotage because I had busted my own paradigm. I had busted through my own perception of what was possible. It felt hard and, and it, it created change. And that change, assimilating that change is what we want to do quickly, smoothly, and as fast as possible. Because the quicker you do that, the quicker you'll be able to become profitable. Because then, of course, it's like, well, if you can make $10,000 in a month, you can make it in a week, or you can make it in a day, or you can make it in an hour. And this is how we can collapse time to be able to and replicate it. It's totally possible. But you need to be calibrated to that to be able to say, yes, I'm going to give myself permission to be able to have that experience. And then you start playing with the numbers. You know, what does it take to make a hundred grand in a year, in a month, in a week, in a day? Same thing. You're collapsing time frames and just bringing it in closer and into the now. Right, so again, we have to look especially into inviting people into work with us, into this space of intimacy, especially as healers, coaches, and guides. You know, you're doing soul work. It's vulnerable. It is intimate. You know, you're holding space for people to look at things that often that they've ignored for years. It can be confronting and challenging. They need time for their central nervous system to integrate it all. You know, and again, you... um. You want to start asking yourself, if I was living in the energy of profit, what would I be doing today? How can I activate that ideal self that is already living in my ideal outcome? So folks, if you're interested, do come and join us. I'm sharing more information about what Profit Accelerator is on the Facebook um, Live today. It's really a container over probably about five to six weeks max. We come in, you get your offer sorted, you get comfortable with inviting people in, you learn what it is to have that conversation with people so you can create take a, a prospective client into that into a client that works with you to feel good about the process to open up your ability to be able to receive you know making money in itself is relatively easy receiving it holding it and growing it that's often where we need to do the work right because you know like we can often put limits I shared this story as well about how I had a client in front of me once a prospective client and she was like I'd love to do some work with you and I said to her um, I said in my head to my intuition what would it take for her to have the money because she was saying you know I'd love to work with you but I don't have the cash so I said in my head to my intuition what's it going to take let it go got home Half an hour later, she'd emailed me and said, you'll never guess what, I've just been given a grant, I can do some work with you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I freaked out. And guess what I did? I shut it down. I turned it off. Because yes, it can be that simple. If you don't have any attachment to the outcome, because I was like, I didn't have any attachment, because I was like, oh, she doesn't have the money. Okay, ask the question, kind of throw it away. But then, right, because I wasn't attached to the outcome, it just comes in. Totally freaked me out. And again, what did I do? I kind of put up a barrier. I slowed myself down by saying, oh my goodness, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, right? That's just freaked me out. But what we need to do is learn how to calibrate to living in that kind of frequency, energy and environment where it's easy to receive more and more and more and hold it. It's a very different paradigm from linear time frames, right? Like if I work hard, then I'll make this amount of money. You know, letting go of the attachment. What does that signify? That you have a deeper trust and faith in the universe. And I'm super hot on this.
because I see it happen all the time. Like, you know, in spiritual communities, there's a lot of emphasis on manifestation, but it's like you're not there for the manifestation. You're there to know yourself as the creator. You're there for the universe. You're there to allow source energy to move through you. That's what you want. So let's just be honest about what it is that we're actually focusing on. You don't want a car. You want to know yourself as infinite, right? And again, you can have the car, of course, because you're an infinite being in a body, so you can create it, so you can have it. But that's not really the ultimate desire. The ultimate desire is to get more intimate with source energy. The ultimate desire is to know yourself as limitless. Know yourself as limitless. And then you can manifest anything you freaking well want. Right? To know yourself as limitless means that you know that you can create it. Know. And every single cell of your body, know. That it's embodied. That it's within you. That you know yourself as a creator. Not like, oh, I just created a house and it's outside of me. No, through my own focus, attention and awareness, I have created this. Now, what you want to check to here, folks is that you have created your whole life as it is. So do you like what you have created? Because this is what we need to do. We need to adjust or tweak and go, if there's something I'm not loving, how do I adjust that? And this is why a lot of my work has led me to A Course in Miracles um, and people like Aaron Abke because I have asked for the truth. And I lived in a paradigm once where I believed that suffering was inevitable, that it had to be part of your life journey. And I'm telling you right now, suffering is an illusion. Oh, I know, right? Because this is where the ego reflex comes in. The ego is a reflex, right? And which goes you straight into judgment, which takes you into separation, which takes you into, but there's so many terrible things happening in the world, right? How is it possible not to be free of suffering? That is a duality perspective. When you start working with A Course in Miracles and you can see that everything is connected and that what you focus on expands and the fact that your thoughts often just have no meaning at all, Right? They're just a story that is just trampling across your mind. And the only truth, the real truth, is really that still small voice of God within you. And that is where you need to place your attention. If you're listening to the stories in your mind, if you're listening to the monkey mind, then it's going to slow you down. It's going to take you into suffering. And again, you know, I, um, I know sometimes when we're listening to stuff like this from the outside, it can feel like, oh, you've just brainwashed yourself. But what you need to consider, folks, is that maybe the reality of duality and suffering is the brainwashing. That we have been part of, you know, culture, which is a cult, which has led us into suffering. You know, because really on a soul level, do you really want to experience suffering? I think on one level, we want to experience contrast because how do we know what love is unless we are in the presence of non-love, unless we're in the presence of contrast? This is how we go deeper into our love journey. This is how we go deeper into knowing who we really are. And again, that is really the mantle that you want to pack up. I can create a life free of suffering. I can create a life full of miracles. I can create a life full of joy. But I need to align myself with the truth to be able to experience it. And one of the most powerful things you can say to yourself is, show me the truth. Ask your infinite self, your connection to source energy, to show you the truth, and it will. And sometimes the truth hurts, right? Because it's not what our ego wants wants to perceive. That reflex is in the way. Your ego is the part of you, that reflex, excuse me, that is always um, endeavoring to keep you safe. But it keeps you small, right? It's the reflex process. <coughs> excuse me. The rational critical mind jumps in and makes a judgment and the judgment takes you into separation. And it's the separation that causes suffering. Because what you'll know on a deeper level is that we're all connected 
right? When you even think badly about somebody else, it impacts your energy. Guess what? Do you think the other person might be able to feel that on some level? Totally. I've had people who are in my tribe who have been terrible, right? On a rational, critical mind level, they have been rude. They have been unkind. They have been plain B-I-T-C-H. Why? Right? But I am still, I know who they are, but I love them, right? Because I see what they're doing. They're just coming from their own fear. They're coming from their own sense of limitation. That's got nothing to do with me. They're just projecting. So I can still keep my heart open to them because it's not about me, right? It's again, on that level, nothing is, right? It's all, we're all challenged with our own illusion on a day-to-day basis. And I know I've talked about that before, right? Like what to do when people are driving you crazy. I do have a podcast on that. If you, because um, often it feels like there's quite a lot of charge on that. Like how do we navigate this life path when we have people in our life and world where we just kind of feel like if they just remove themselves, everything would be okay. Those people are your teachers, right? They're teaching you what the truth is. And when you get to that place where you can feel completely neutral and just love them, that's when you've arrived because otherwise there is more information. If you ever get triggered, if you feel that contraction in your body, if you have somebody who's like mean or rude to you, really what that is all about is showing you something inside of yourself that needs to be healed. And as lightworkers, we do that work, right? We go, okay, that didn't land very well. What's in it for me and what do I need to let go of? Your body will tell you. Your body will show you the difference. So today, folks, we have been talking about profit. You know, we've been talking about intimacy. We've been talking about what does it take to actually keep it simple. You know, I'm not talking about your niche I'm not talking about your ideal client. I'm not talking about, and you can talk about those things, but really when it comes down to it, what you want to focus on is profit and how do I become profitable fast, especially if you're starting your business because you want to gain that level of confidence to be able to let go of your full-time job and that's really who Profit Accelerator is focused at. Profit Accelerator, um, the program will start on the 31st of January. So again, do come and join us in the Facebook group if you're interested in more details. Otherwise, you can go to www.rebeccadavison.life and receive that free gift in regards to downloading your future self. But I would encourage you to ask yourself, you know, ask yourself some questions. What's your relationship like with money? How big is the container that you're inviting money into? How do you feel about working with clients? How do you feel about going into a deeper relationship with your clients? Because guess what? You can only go as deep with your clients as you go with yourself. You can only go as deep with money as you go with yourself. And you can only go as deep with your power as you go with yourself. So go deep, right? Go deep or go home. Because, and you know, I really love that. Why? Because once upon a time, people used to give me a hard time about being deep. But the deeper you go, the more joy that you can contain. You can ask a little Gibran about that. It's one of his quotes, right? One of his poems. The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. So go deep. Be prepared. Because a lot of people um, associate depth with discomfort. It doesn't have to be uncomfortable. It can be the, the most beautiful, amazing, inspiring. And it's what we're all really craving is intimacy. Going deep and being seen on a deep, deep level. That's what it is that you're offering your clients. That's what it is to live in the energy of profit. That's what it is to receive for doing that deep work so you can live in uplifted energy and make it safe for people to be intimate. Folks, as always, I am sending you so much love and light. It's always a joy and a privilege to come to you here from Find Find Your Bliss radio show here at Plains FM. Do tune in again and join us next week. It's always fun to connect and I'm sending you so much love and light. Bye for now. Bye.